Hello all, and welcome back to another episode of the Strategic Whimsy Experiment. My name is Jennifer Hahn. And I'm Sarah Callen. And the Strategic Whimsy Experiment is a weekly gathering place filled with conversations about the films that shape our lives. Today, we're going to be reviewing the film King Richard. All right, Sarah, do you want to kick us off with an IMDb summary for King Richard? Sure. A look at how tennis superstars Venus and Serena Williams became who they are after the coaching from their father, Richard Williams. All right. And in sweet tradition, what was your one-sentence summary for King Richard? My summary is... Never underestimate the power of handmade motivational posters. Oh. <laughs> that apparently were waterproof too. Right? I mean, <laughs> that is... <laughs> seen in the rain where I was like, oh, these are holding up real well. They really are. I was, I was quite impressed. And they just, they traveled so well. They worked mm-hmm. in every court they took them to. It was mm-hmm. just great, you know? <laughs> My summary is, the Hollywood gloss is alive and well. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) All right. Let's start off with our initial thoughts of King Richard. What did you think of this film? You know, I had really low expectations for this film. I did not want to watch this movie. I don't like uh, biopics just in general. I know nothing about tennis. Makes no sense to me. I don't understand the game. Why are you using numbers and words in scores? I don't get it. Uh, So I I really had no desire to watch this film. But I had a great time with it. I really, really enjoyed watching this. I think that this film does a lot of really good things uh, with the story and like, especially the pacing of it. I I like that it's not just about Venus and Serena, nor is it just about their father, but it's about how this whole family really encouraged and challenged and sacrificed in order to help these two young women become, you know, these amazing athletes. Um, I think the performances are really good. uh, And the the soundtrack was honestly one of my absolute favorite parts of this whole film. So Mm -hmm. all in all, I had a great time. And I I think this is the the fun part of Oscar season is a movie that I wouldn't normally watch, a movie that I was not excited about watching, uh, actually ended up being a really, really fun time for me. So good job, the Academy. Way to way to recognize ah. a, a pretty good movie. Yeah, so you're pleasantly surprised. I was. Yes. Oh, good. Good. Um this movie kind of was everything that I expected that it would be. It's a beautiful and incredible, inspiring story. Um, you know, it's it's put to the big screen. The performances were solid. Overall, it's a solid film. Um, there were some things that I wish the film did more of or questions that I wish the film dove into a little bit more. Um, there's just a little bit more grit that I hope – that this film would have, but I think that there is a category of movies that just fall into um, this this type of story that is inspiring and it's an homage to the real life people. And so um, it's not, I think it's just, this is a film that's not interested in giving us that um, really gritty nuanced type of story that really like uh, gets us to emotionally connect deeply. Um, you know the characters. I think were 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 okay. I think there could have been um, just more to their their the 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 actual experience that they may have gone through and the challenges along the way and and some of the the moments of tension or struggle that I think the the movie addresses, but doesn't go it doesn't dive deep into those. Um, those moments and what it must have felt like. So I was I was hoping for a little bit more grit, but you know, as I mentioned in my one sentence summary, it, it has the Hollywood gloss and the sheen. It's very it's a very polished film. It's a fun ride. But I think this is the type of movie where the story itself is uh more captivating and uh moving and heartfelt than potentially the what the film adds to the story itself, if that makes sense. Um it's it's put to the big screen and it does a pretty solid job of it, but the story itself is so good that it kind of really carries a lot of the weight, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't need to 
add in a whole lot because the story is compelling in and of itself, which is is kind of satisfying. You know, it I feel like some of the the biopics that we get, I don't know, they just feel like so unnecessary or the story itself really isn't all that interesting. But uh yeah, this one was engaging and like I, I also appreciate that even though we know how it, it works out, it was still kind of fun to watch that that beginning part of this journey, at least for me. Like, I mean, I have a cultural knowledge of who Venus and Serena Williams are, but I have no idea how they got that way. So this was really uh, exciting for me because I have no knowledge of the beginning of their career. Like, I was shocked that Venus uh, played that first professional match when she was 14. Like, are you kidding me? I was like, wow, okay. What were you doing when you were 14? Like probably something (laughs) stupid and inconsequential, just being a kid. So I think even being able to like put myself in her shoes and go, wow, this 14-year-old girl had so much on her shoulders in that that match. And she handled herself incredibly. You know, I I didn't do a lot of research afterwards, but I imagine that the film probably stuck pretty closely to to what actually happened. So anyway, it just like you said, it's a very compelling story and they're just people that you you naturally want to root for. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that I I appreciate about this movie is how intentional the producers um, the original two two men who were the producers of this and had the the idea to make this movie, just how much they wanted to ensure that the Williams family was highly involved in this. I think we've seen movies like Green Book that have not done the the honor and respect to the story that they're telling and the people that they're telling and and getting approval and involving the family members of the story that they're putting to the screen. Um, just kind of bypassing that part of the process and going straight to um, just creating the film without the involvement of them. And both Serena and Venus, um, as well as Will Smith, were producers of this. They were on set a few times, but their sisters, two of their sisters, apparently were on set every day in the production of this and would give comments and suggestions on the costuming and um, certain gestures or ways that um, the young actresses would uh, carry out and deliver their strokes um, in those scenes. They they really were there to help make sure that this was accurate to um, those moments that uh, this this movie is looking to depict. And I I just appreciate that this is this is a film that is telling an incredible story, but that it is also very true to life and that there was this due diligence and this intentionality put in to really tell the story as authentically and realistically as possible instead of doing what sometimes biopics can do, which is dramatize certain events or change around uh, certain parts of the story to add to the ultimate final product. I think the imitation like made up a whole character that was like pretty pivotal in the emotional core of that story. Um, And I, I think that kind of can take away from this being a, a really great artifact for people to just be inspired by, you know, like it, it's, it's more exciting to be inspired by a story that you see on the screen when you know that it is a lot of it or most of it is actually true and actually happened. Um, there's an added layer of, I think, impact that comes with that. And I, I think it just also reinforces who Venus and Serena and the other siblings are as people. Um, you know, there are those scenes throughout where their father is instilling these values in them of humility and honor and and all of these things, you know, that whole scene in the van of, I don't want to hear any bragging. Um, and then watching Cinderella and the, the moral is humility. Um, and I, I think the fact that this movie is a tribute to their father, I, I think reinforces those character traits that he 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 instilled in them from a young age. Um, I, I've also been thinking about how when King Richard first came out, 
there was this like random uproar on Twitter about the fact oh. that it's about uh, Venus and Serena's dad and not about them. And there was like a mm. whole bunch of people that were just angry about that. Um, and I now having watched the movie, it's like, okay, all those people that were upset about that clearly had not watched this film. Um, because the the movie isn't, I mean, sure, it's about him. But I, I think for me, it was more about the family as a collective. And there was this beautiful pacing of, here's what Richard was going through. Here's what their mom was going through. Here's what Venus and Serena were going through. Here's what the sisters were going through. And you could just see how how everybody had a part to play and everybody had these little moments um, where they could shine. And you can see how they were investing in this whole process. So even though it's called King Richard, it's it's about the whole group. And I I really love that. Because especially here in America, like we have this idea of a, a self-made man or woman. And I think that that's such a lie. You know, we, we don't exist in a vacuum. And it, it was cool to see these two incredible athletes. Like, I, I don't know tennis. So Jen, please correct me if I'm wrong. But like the two greatest tennis players ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and this film that they're executive producers of goes out of its way to make sure that we as the audience know that they did not make themselves independent of everyone else, but that their family and all the people that supported them helped them get to this place in their career. Obviously, they did a ton of work in honing their craft, and that needs to be acknowledged and honored. But I just love the humility to go, but it wasn't just us. They're not self-made, but everybody encouraged them, poured into them, supported them, helped train them and coach them along the way. And that's just so, so beautiful. And I think we need more stories like that. Yeah, and I think uh, that is – you made a fantastic point, which is that the the way that this film is structured is such a testament to the lessons that Richard was looking to instill in them. And – I, I think it's just it's so easy and we see this in so many stars and celebrities and and athletes that are like the best in the world that there is this exaltation of self and we see the total opposite in this movie and that's a really beautiful message and a, and a very timely message as well. So I it was a fantastic point that the film itself is a reflection of their upbringing and their values. Yeah, you can be the goat but you can be a humble goat. It's great. <laughs> it's what you should aim for. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, you mentioned the the scenes with the family. And something that I, I didn't expect this film to give as much time to that it did was the mother and the ways that the mother would also um, push back or challenge or um, kind of wrestle with Richard on what the best decisions were or how to think through a big a big moment in their child's careers or how to raise them or even moments where she makes it clear that there are moments when she's when she does not say something but that that is not because she does not have an opinion but it's out of this like respect for him and him as head of household and I just I didn't expect this film to give so many of those scenes and screen time over to those moments of their relationship and the fact that there's an emphasis on um, them being a team and co-parenting and doing this together. And she she really lays her claim to that. And that's just something unexpected. You know, with a title like King Richard, I expected this to be so much more focused on him, but I appreciate that the film acknowledges and says like he is also shaped by the people around him and that love him and that are looking to sharpen him and grow him in as well. And his wife is one of the major factors in that journey for him. 
Yeah, and I I love that we also see her, especially when uh, Venus is training, but Serena isn't, and the mom taking Serena and training her, and you know, I don't know, coaching her, going through all the drills with her. I I loved those moments because it wasn't just Richard doing this; it was also their mom, and. I think that that's just beautiful. And I, I loved those moments also of tension throughout um, where she would stand up to him because honestly, he was a really infuriating character. And at times he's the worst. And I I just love that the film took that time to show her, you know, almost being this like counterbalance to him, you know, when he, he pulls away from the the store and wants them to walk three miles home. And she's like, no, you're going back for my girls. And I just, I loved seeing her stand up for them and stand up to him. And she was just as driven as him, just as sacrificial, just as, you know, all in for these girls. And it just looked a little bit different. So I I really appreciate that the film honored her as well, because I mean, you can only imagine all of the sacrifices that she had to make, especially with five girls. I I can't imagine what that must have been like. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that was a really, a really important piece to this, um, and just just a beautiful balance between these two parents. And it wasn't always sunshine. Uh, we got to see those difficult moments as well, which which is helpful. And and even though the film is really glossy, like you said. Uh, I, I like that it wasn't too glossy in some of those uh, relationships that we see depicted. Yeah, and and there's a whole there's that whole scene that I think culminates too because we we see them kind of uh, do this dance back and forth together in these small little smaller moments uh, throughout the rest of the film and structurally we see that come to a head when they have that bigger. Um, uh, conversation together where she she makes it very clear that she is just as much of a dreamer with him and sacrificing for this dream. And structurally, I thought that was just a really smart decision because we already are invested in the two of them and the relationship in this family, but we've also seen um, those smaller moments where very true to life. Like they, they don't escalate, but they are there and they finally come to, um, come to a head and things bubble over in that bigger argument. And structurally, I thought that was a really great decision because I think in a glossier version of this, that big fight would happen kind of out of the blue, um, right at this climactic moment. And then it gets resolved very quickly. And we, we kind of can see a slower buildup of that tension and that counterbalance, um, and we see it. We we see it come to fruition. And I think it's a it's a moment where you see the way that she brings something different than he does in how to relate to or um, understand his children. You know, like she makes it very clear with her empathy that she she's able to exhibit that she can recognize this is this is a moment that if he does not handle well with Venus, that it, it can create this, this um, break in their relationship because it signifies that um, he does not trust Venus or that she's, and she's also old enough to desire to make those decisions for herself. And just the wisdom that she has to be able to understand her daughter, empathize with her daughter, and then see that situation clearly and communicate it to him was, was a really kind of like a, a game-changing moment in their relationship as father and daughter. And I I think you're right. That scene comes at the perfect time because not only have we seen these little moments between, you know, spouses, but we've also seen Richard alienate these other coaches, you know, first Paul and now Rick. And you just had this blow up with Rick, you've actually had a couple of blowups with Rick by this point in like quick su- succession. And then you have the moment in the house where she's able to say, hey, get it together. You're screwing this up. You need to fix it. So I also think it's not just their relationship that comes to a head in that moment, but it's 
built upon all of these little explosions that have happened throughout. So it just feels like everything coming to a head. And we've seen not only Richard's strengths, but we've also seen his weaknesses too, which is something else that I really loved about the film. Um, I, I guess maybe I was just expecting an even more glossy version of this story. Um, Cause I feel like it would have been really easy to just almost make him like a saint and just, you know, yeah, he has some little flaws, but eh, it's not too bad. But I love that this film was, was able to really take us there and show the ways in which his stubbornness and his drive were both a good thing and a bad thing. And you can kind of see this interesting balance of his personality that would have been really, really difficult to like live and work with. But also, he has this really endearing side of him. So even when he's being infuriating, you can still root for him. And so then it makes sense why all of these characters, even though they're frustrated with him, are willing to continue to work with him and say like, no, okay, like, let's try and work this out. And I, I think that that's just a really, really smart uh, filmmaking decision to make him a more complex character than we might traditionally see. And then that makes all of those explosions even more interesting because you're rooting for the guy, but you can also see where everybody else who's mad at him is coming from. So it just even creates some tension within you as the viewer to see how in the world are they going to resolve this. And I think you bring up an interesting point, which is that his character trait of being uh, driven and stubborn and uh, dedicated to his values and what he wants for his daughters was both a a source of um, protection for them in a lot of ways. You know, his his desire to go slow with them and to not put all this pressure on them and just the risks of them um, feeling the burdens of fame and all these deal, these brand deals and just like being a child and and having to endure that pressure. But then you, you, you see the ways that his stubbornness kind of shields him sometimes from really seeing and observing and listening to the people that he loves uh, because he's so adamant about this 78 page plan that he's created and uh, making sure that his daughters essentially aren't taken advantage of by the system. Um, that trait is the source of this really beautiful place of protection and his his absolute uh, resolve in not selling out and and going for the fame and the money. But I think the the root of what we as the viewers can sense, and, and it seems like what this family member is looking to depict, these family members are looking to depict is this ultimately, and he voices it in the this ending scene with Venus, that his desire is to protect them. And that purity of intention, I think we as the viewers never question as well. Though it might be difficult and frustrating to work with him and to be on the receiving end of all of his antics, um, you can feel that his desire to protect them and do what's best for them is never wavered. And I thought that was really beautifully depicted. Um, but also I can feel like that same uh, sense with sometimes like the people in our lives, like even when they are driving you up the wall and um, potentially wreaking havoc, you can see that their intentions are pure. And there's so much uh, grace and uh, willingness to endure that when you can see that the intentions are there and that they are good. And I appreciate that the film really builds on that theme all throughout. So when he finally does, you know, give that speech to Venus at the end, we've seen him live it out before he ever says it. So I, I think those moments um, back in Compton on the court were so important to see the way that he would just do little things to protect his daughters. It, it Sure, there are like the bigger things, you know, when the, the gang beats him up and he is going to go shoot them and thankfully doesn't. I was so nervous for him in that scene. Um, 
but just like little things, you know, like in the scene when it was raining and the car pulls up and he instinctively puts his daughters behind him. It's just these little tiny things that he does um, to protect them from from the gangs. When the police come to their house, he puts himself between the police and his kids. So it's just these little things all throughout that you can just see him absolutely loving his daughters. And that is, I mean, that's just a sweet story that we're always going to root for. Yes, be a good dad. Take mm-hmm. care of your kids. Um, but I, I also love that he was hard on them because he and, and he says it in that scene with the cops that there's a future doctors, lawyers, and tennis stars in my house. Of course, I'm going to push them because I love them and because I see greatness in them. And I, I thought that that was just such a beautiful way to encapsulate who he is as a dad. And I don't know, I, I, I feel like a lot of times in movies about relationships between a dad and his daughters, you don't get to see all of that complexity. It's usually a lot simpler than that. So I think that this one gives us maybe a little bit more meat than I was expecting. Oh, it's usually so glossy. I mean, there's still, there's still <laughs> yeah. quite a bit of gloss on this one. Uh, but it's a little bit more nuanced uh, than the other father-daughter relation. I mean, it's just – it's a relationship that can melt everyone's heart, you know. Um, we saw it in CODA. We see it all the time. But I think there's a dynamic that is depicted here that uh, that is um, often true to life, which is that the – the parents' desire to protect and they're, they're almost their fears of taking their precious little children and letting them make their own decisions and trusting them in that. That's a transition and a difficult mental hurdle for parents to go through. I mean, um, neither of us are parents, so we can only imagine. Uh, but from what I've heard from a lot, like my own parents and other family friends' parents and whatnot, that that switch where you realize your children are old enough to make their own decisions and that you kind of need to let go and to trust them, that you've raised them well enough and that they um, may make mistakes, but that you can't be there to perfectly control their environments anymore is a journey that Richard goes on in this movie. And we see that when he, you know, in that conversation when she gets the deal for like $3 million from I forget which which tennis brand or whatnot, but um, he starts to answer for her, and then he he stops himself because he's had that conversation with his wife earlier, uh, where she asks him to trust his daughter, and he turns to Venus and says, "You have to talk to her and let her make the decision." Like Venus, what do you want to do? And it's this this like triumphant little moment where you see him beginning to let go and to trust. Um, but I mean, s- us being with him as the viewers and seeing that whole bit uh, on on the screen in the news of uh, the other tennis star who uh, was caught with some kind of drug and she's getting arrested. Like you too feel that like uh, fear and anxiety for these two young girls who can easily fold to the pressures of fame and stardom and the pressure to deliver. Um, so there's a lot of empathy that the movie helps us build with him, but then we also see him able to triumph over those fears that he holds. And what I loved about that scene where he allows her to negotiate the contract herself is that the film sets that up. I mean, way back in the beginning, I think it's when uh, Venus plays her first like junior uh, match or whatever. It's early on um, where he's, Richard is worried about her and Brandy says, she knows who she is. We've done our job. She's fine. And so I love that even in the beginning of the film, it really sets up this theme of they know who they are uh, and we've done our job. So you just need to let them go. So I love that the film sets that up, you know, in the first hour and we just see for the next hour hour and a half him succeeding at letting them go 
but also sometimes failing and needing to recover. And so it, it makes that moment in the hotel room all the more satisfying because it was set up in the first, I don't know, hour of the film. And it's almost like we as the viewers know that she's not going to take the deal. You know, like uh, we also feel this confidence in her based on what we've seen of her um, and the, the the values that have been instilled in her that I was like, I don't think she's not going to take it. She's not going to. Like she's been taught well and uh, it was satisfying. I almost felt like her parent in this, like it was satisfying to see her have the conviction to not take that and and to reject that deal. I was also just really proud of her for actually reading the contract. Like, (laughs) that's what I was just focused on. I was like, yes, girl, you read that fine print because you don't know what that $3 million is attached to. So good job for doing your due diligence. (laughs) But it's true. You know, we, we do feel like she has earned this and she has proved herself again this movie does not have the ray problem she is i mean venus and serena are both good and we know that but we've also seen them work hard for it and so when they are winning matches it's not just because they were good it's because they were good and they learned how to hone their craft and so Mm -hmm. yeah by the by that time in the movie we have all the confidence in the world in her And Mm -hmm. I think that's also just really impressive that this film was able to do that so effortlessly. And I think also part of it is partially due to the fact that we know that Venus and Serena are the best. So I don't know, we're already feel confident in who they are, but I still think that the film lays all of that groundwork really, really well for us to emotionally get to that point of, yeah. I trust this 14-year-old to negotiate this contract. She can totally do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. So one of the things that I especially loved that this film did is the ending. Um, so spoiler, if you haven't seen King Richard, I think it's available for rent. Um, I love that this ends with a match where she loses. That never happens in a sports drama. You know, we always get the like big championship game or the big finals match. And, you know, it's this triumphant moment after all this tension and there's all these stakes, but ultimately they they win. And I just love that this movie ends with her losing and and ultimately her her picking herself back up again with the support of her family to continue forward because I feel like so many movies focus on the triumph and it's almost like this movie is is highlighting the triumph of her emotional um, overcoming of this, this devastating loss where there's all this stakes about her proving herself to the world and this like match that she's playing after not playing for three years and she she doesn't triumph and I feel like not enough movies focus on that rising up from the ashes part that of of life that is so critical and so important you know this movie highlights the resilience needed to get back up again and that you won't always win, you won't always triumph in those big moments, but how you react is more important than the winning of itself anyway. And so I just love that it subverted the classic sports drama ending of the movie that we usually would expect that we would have. Um, I, I think it it perfectly is in line with the the rest of what this film is looking to communicate, the values that this family has instilled in her and we get to see that on full display. Um, so I love that it subverted that that expectation. Yeah, I, I totally agree because, and it's what Richard says all throughout, that its character is more important than the outcome. And I just, I, I love even in the beginning of the film when they're playing in the juniors matches and and the kids and the parents, they're all so upset when when the kids lose. And Richard is just out there saying, okay, just have fun. Just have a good time. And it's all about the kids' character and who they are becoming. And even that three-year break 
as you know, ridiculous as it seemed to everybody in the industry, he was so concerned about his kid's character more than their ability to perform or their ability to make money or what have you. Um, And I think, again, that's such an important component in sports. You know, I, I think so much we focus on talent and it's actually your character that will sustain you. Uh, and, and this film really, really highlights that. I mean, obviously both Venus and Serena are incredibly gifted athletes, but you, you have to think, you know, after competing for so many years and being on top for so many years, their character has to be something so sturdy to have kept them in that place for so long, especially being, you know, the black women in a primarily white sport and this like trailblazing nature of their careers like their character had to be so solid and I appreciate that the film takes so much time to just emphasize how important that is talent is important but your character is arguably even more important than that yes and we see the foil of that with uh I forget the name of the 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 young girl from Spain who she was playing against because that that girl I think was like what a three-time grand slam like she was number one in the world but she uses that bathroom like dirty trick to unnerve Venus her opponent in this match and you know it's like a 10 minute long break and in tennis which is such a mental sport and a mental game like that that break time can totally throw off your momentum and your groove and so the film is also depicting like you can be great technically but if you if your character isn't there like what is that all worth anyway like even if she were to pull out the win um using this kind of dirty tactic is is really disappointing and there's nothing honorable about that and so we we get to see this really interesting foil of this other player who is is very talented and one of the best, but missing the integrity of the sport. And like, is that an actual thing? Like, as as a person who knows nothing about tennis, I was watching this and going, this is yeah. crap. Like, do yeah. people actually do this? Is this allowed? <laughs> You can. There's there's been players that also will say like, oh, they need to take a break because their like ankle is hurting and they'll just they'll take like 10, 15 minutes. Wow. And it's With, like no penalty. Mm-mm. And it's pretty wow. it's pretty uh it just it it just it's a it's a bad look for any player. So I don't actually get why any of them do it. Yeah, for even for just not if even if not the integrity, the publicity, at least it's just it's it's neg it's a negative look. Uh, but it can really change the the course of a match based on that ten minute break because your your muscles are not as warmed up. Your kind of mental momentum um, begins to shift potentially. Uh, you start questioning and kind of second guessing, and so like it, it can really throw throw things off. But yeah, people do that, or they say that they need to like ice one of their limbs, or <laughs> it's lame. How it's real lame. Like- Wow, that's that's crazy to me. Especially like mm-hmm. the sports that I watch are all team sports, so I don't usually yeah. watch a, a solo sport. So it never occurred to me that if you have like an injury or like whatever, you could just say like, oh, or if you just want to mess with your opponent, you mm-hmm. could just say like, oh, I just I need a break. That's that's bonkers to me. Wow, there's got to be some better rules. Like, right, let's, right. let's reform the tennis rules coming from the person that knows nothing about the sport. <laughs> It also might be a judgment call. So I have heard that, like, if you are a if you are a higher ranked uh, tennis player, like you're a star, there's sometimes more leeway in where they will judge, like what is okay and not okay. Like they'll give they'll give hmm. you a little bit more grace, which is which wow. is also backwards. Like just because you're a star doesn't mean you get any special treatment. Anyway, but yes, that that mental part of the game that it can totally mess with you. And you, I think they did a great job depicting that. Like after that break, Venus is mm-hmm. kind of thrown off by it all. She's also young. She hasn't played in a match for so long. And so, uh, yeah, you're just – you're rooting for your – you're like, man, this just – her mental state is slightly off than where she was earlier. And the, the other thing that I loved about that whole match um, 
and I mean, all throughout the movie, you see that Richard can't watch her play. And I love that he was just like standing in there, like watching it on the TV. But then it was also just fun to like watch him like high-fiving the security guard and all that. But I love that after he realizes that she's going to lose, Mm -hmm. he walks out and is in the stands with the family. And I thought that that was such, it's such a little thing, but there's so much meaning in that, you know, instead of getting upset about it or or whatever you know he he moves closer to the action he gets closer to his daughter as she's struggling to get through the match and i thought that that was just such a sweet moment of him you know loving and supporting her and the rest of the family as best he could even though he was probably more uncomfortable uh having to watch mm-hmm. that it was mm-hmm. uh it's such a little moment but it was so sweet I actually thought in that moment that they were going to do what we typically see in a sports drama, which is that she looks over and sees her father and he does some (laughs) signal. You know, like the – I think he did it earlier in one of the juniors matches where he says like basically calm, like stay calm, you're okay. And she kind of turns it around and wins the match. I thought that that was what's going to happen and that she would ultimately triumph because she saw her father in the stands and he gave her just the encouragement that she needed. And I appreciate that they didn't didn't do that. Um, I would have hated that ending. Because uh, it would have been, you know, the uber glossy version. Uh, it was a little bit more nuanced, so I, that was great. Mm-hmm. And like we just discussed, it would have been the exact opposite of what I think this film was trying to instill, uh, and really, you know, mm-hmm. highlighting the character aspect of it rather than the win aspect. Because we know they've won mm-hmm. so many matches. Like Jesus, just yes. greatest of all time. Yes. Um, so it was cool to see her uh pick herself up and her family help her pick herself up after such Mm a a defeat Mm -hmm. yep yep i thought it was also interesting that this film focuses a lot more on venus's story it's it's it was unexpected i kept i kept waiting for the serena part of the story to to enter into the picture and it, it never does. And I, I kind of love that they focus on Venus. I mean, Serena just is just a goat, um, won so many titles and whatnot. And so I appreciate that this film was focused on on Venus and the relation. it really is the relationship between her and her father. You see some of those little moments with Serena. There's that small conversation that her father has with Serena. Um, but for the most part, this is this is a, this is Venus's story uh, with Richard, and that was unexpected to me. I thought it. I mean, it's, I think the movie's pitched and the premise is the two sisters with their father, um, and there's a lot more focus on Venus. And that was something like I'm an only child, so I I don't know, but I kept wondering all throughout as Venus is getting all of this attention, just knowing that both of them are incredible superstars like Mm -hmm. how is Serena handling all of this and like also part of me is like why is nobody paying attention to her she's good too um so I I really loved that that moment um when Serena is looking at that huge court at the end and and Richard talks to her and basically says like I kept you in her shadow for a reason because you're tough and you can handle it and like he says something like like she's going to be the first but like you're going to be the greatest or something like that right? and basically like that she needed the grit that would come from being in her sister's shadow in order to do all that he knew that she was capable of and i was like oh my gosh that's incredible so it was not only like this great emotional moment but it also helped answer some questions for me because the whole movie I was so concerned about Serena when I really didn't need to be but it was just it was helpful to see that and even see the way that Richard interacted with all of his daughters so differently and he wasn't Mm going to treat Serena just exactly the same way that he treated Venus because they needed different things uh, in order for that greatness to really be pulled out of them Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, and that is based on what he knows deeply about how they are wired and who they are, that he is able to know what they need 
you know, that is, that takes a lot of like love and observation and care and attention to understanding his daughters enough to be able to see that and suss that out. As an only child, I just kept wondering if, if they were, there was, there was this like competitiveness between the two of them. And I think the film I mean, it isn't really interested in exploring that. It touches on that a little bit with that conversation she has with her father. But I was like, I would, I would be like competitive with all of my siblings when they right? do anything, Me or too. like jealous of them, or like feeling like uh, I wasn't, you know, like able to shine the way that the other ones are. But maybe this says more about me than anything else. But I know that sibling dynamics are that way, you know. So I don't know. I've seen and I think a lot that there there is a little bit of that in there. I I, I think that the film intentionally doesn't highlight it though. Um, yeah. Like especially like in the the juniors matches, um, I, I think it was kind of cool that they were able to compete in different. I don't know age brackets Categories. so yep. they were yeah so they were able to both win a trophy. But I, I think even those little moments of she would have to walk away and not watch. Venus play sometimes and what she said was it was because she knew Venus was going to win so she didn't want to watch but in my head I'm going I would have probably walked away because I would have been jealous and so in order to support my Mm -hmm. sister I probably would have had to leave the environment and not let those feelings of envy or jealousy fester within me so again that's me probably reading more into the film than was actually there but I think in in little ways it does show this competitiveness in Serena but Mm -hmm. it doesn't because like you said it's about Venus uh the film doesn't explore that as much Mm -hmm. yep yep and I think uh Richard mentions that in that conversation that he has with Serena at the end where she's looking out at the court um where he says I know this must be hard for you to see your sister and all this attention and limelight on her but just know that I have more waiting for you. And and so like he he's able to acknowledge that feeling that he likely sees in his daughter that she's experiencing, but to give her something to hold on to, to endure through that and know that there is there's there's so much more that he has planned for her. Oh, so good. <laughs> it was such a good moment. Chills, especially yes. knowing what what she accomplishes later on in her career. Yeah. yeah. And I think, again, like it just, it came at the perfect time too, because it was just after Venus, you know, came back to win that match after not playing for three years. And it's right before her playing the, yeah, yeah, that big match that nobody thought that she could win. So it came like smack dab at the right time uh, to give us a, almost a break from Venus for a second to remind us that Venus is not the only tennis superstar in this family. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I just, I'm just so impressed with the pacing and the structure of this film. It was so good. Ah, I just loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It's also the time where we're like, wait, where's the Serena part of this whole story? Yeah. Um, you know? I kept waiting, waiting for it to come, and it doesn't come. And I, I think it, it's a more focused story this way, to to focus on Venus and the relationship with her father and on Richard. Like, that's pl- plenty to unpack. And I think had they woven in more, this would have felt a lot less focused than it could have been. So, so then do we think that we're going to get a Queen <gasps> oh, no. Brandy film? That is the relationship between the mom and Serena as like a like sequel to this. I would love to see that. (laughs) Me too. It would be so just so satisfying to watch. That would be crazy though. It would be kind of crazy, but I'm I'm here for it. Like I mean, this one did great. Got all kinds of Oscars, and people were talking about it when it first came out. So. Why not? Well, and that mother character is so dynamic. Like there's so much to unpack there as well that, yeah, there there, there would be plenty, I think, to cover. I think it's a great idea. I'd watch it. I like it. But it would have to have that same level of intentionality. So it would need to be like 
same producers, family still involved, all the things that made this great. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're going to do a follow-up, it would need to be just as good. Yep. Just as yep. intentional. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I was reading about how Serena and Venus and the family in general has had many other folks pitch movies that they wanted to make about them and put them to the big big screen, and they've always rejected them. But this is the one that they believed was right for them. And I think that that alone is is really interesting and fascinating to think about and unpack is that of all the st- aspects of their journeys and parts of their careers and, um, you know, their lived-in experiences that they could share, that this is the one that they wanted to share. It just it feels very meaningful that their decision to choose this section and, and to depict their life to be remembered in this way. And I, I really love that this movie is, you know, these women sharing their story on their terms. You know, yeah. I, I, you brought up Green Book earlier, that freaking movie. Um, and, you know, that's an example of people telling somebody's story from an incorrect perspective, or at least without the blessing of that person or their family. And so I just, I love that this is an instance of, you know, a writer and a director and a studio actually doing this correctly. Um, And I think especially because it's these two black women, you know, it might be Mm -hmm. really, really easy, especially with a white writer to maybe try and write this thing differently. And so I just, I love that there was so much respect and so much honoring about how these women want to tell their story. Um, And we need to see more of that. And I I hope that more studios choose the King Richard way of doing things rather than the Green Book way of doing things, Mm -hmm. because that was not good. But this is very good. So let us learn and let us do better going forward. Yes, exactly. Especially when we've had such a long history of white people taking credit for and taking advantage of the, the stories and the creations of people of color. like. The fact that this movie was screened for just Serena and Venus and they wanted to see it first before anyone else, any other cast member saw it to put their names on it and put the approval on it before it got seen by anyone else. I think that just is another level of intentionality and this vetting process of really making sure that this is reflective of their experiences and that they are satisfied with how they are being told and they how they're being remembered in history, you know? Um, it, it's, it's really, really important that those, that process and doing the due diligence and, uh, the intentionality of the process, it's so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stories are important, but how those stories are told is just as important. And mm-hmm. King Richard does a really good job at that. Yeah. Yeah. I also just love that, like the sisters, like, um, two of their other sisters were just like on set every day and just so involved with this, like their passion for telling their sister's story authentically is really beautiful. You know, like they just, they care so deeply that they're willing to give that time and attention and effort to make this great, not even for their own stories, but for their sister's stories is just like such a testament to this family. Right. Cause like, I don't, again, only child don't know but I I would imagine that if my siblings were Venus and Serena Williams and I was not them you know it would be really really easy for there to be some like weird like resentment or animosity or Mm -hmm. something some like weird competition even though I have no hand-eye coordination at all Um, but I just I love again it shows the unity of this family the humility and the honor that their parents instilled in all of them and it's Man, what a what a special group of people that are just yeah. doing things right and mm-hmm. in in little and in big ways, you know, mm-hmm. just again having that character. No matter what your your profession is, no matter how good 
at your profession you are, it's it's that character that really, really counts in the end. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I have never said I wanted siblings, but this movie makes me want sisters. <laughs> <laughs> it just the the strength of those relationships and the support there was just so, so beautiful. So it was moving. Yeah. I, I appreciated uh, the dynamics, but I am still very thankful to be an only child. <laughs> <laughs> only children unite. Yes. You and me, girl. Yes. We are, yeah. we are underrepresented, but we are mm-hmm. here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. Any other last thoughts about King Richard before we wrap up? Can we also talk about the music? Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that earlier. Tell me more about your thoughts there. It was so good. It was so eclectic, which is also what I was just not expecting. But I was particularly taken by uh, the the moments when they were on the tennis court and they were playing. And it was these um, fast-paced instrumental songs that perfectly matched whatever action they were doing on the court so like when they were Mm -hmm. bouncing the ball the beats of the song would would match that or when the ball is going back and forth you know it was it was almost this you know the rhythm of the song and the rhythm of the movement of the ball work together in tandem so it was just a great way for the the score to really not only get us to engage more emotionally but to increase our excitement and and increase the stakes in every match. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would imagine if, especially in those, those tennis scenes, if, if the score uh, had been different or like if you watched those without the score, they wouldn't have been nearly as exciting as they were. Mm -hmm. So I think in a, in a lot of moments, the music did an absolutely incredible job enhancing everything that was on screen. And it was just another one of those really satisfying moments where everything, all of the filmmaking components came together to create something that was really, really moving uh, and really had me engaging in what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This, this tennis scenes were thrilling. I also thought the camera just did a great job of showing uh, – someone lunging for a shot and just missing it because it's so out of reach, you know, like from behind. I thought that was really, really great because uh, you, you really do feel like that. You're like, I'm reaching as far as I can and I still could not return that shot um, because it's just such a well-placed and well-designed shot in that part of the open court. Uh, so those filmmaking aspects were, were also really great. I, in those tennis scenes, I was thinking about uh, the Queen's Gambit action. I'm like, gosh, it's so much easier to make tennis look more dynamic and thrilling than uh, a chess match. So this is, this is good. There's movement. Well, and, and what I was surprised at is how invested I was in those tennis scenes because it's not a sport that I watch mm-hmm. and I don't understand any of it. I know that there are rules. I cannot decipher what they are. But in this movie, I deeply cared about what was going on in the court, mm. even though it's a sport yeah. that I've never watched and honestly don't really have much desire in watching. So I think, again, <laughs> it's just all of these filmmaking components coming together to get me to be really, really invested in this thing that in any other context, I wouldn't have any interest in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's effective filmmaking right there. They did to a get you good to care job. about things that you yes. <laughs> normally care about. Yes, yeah. I was quite impressed. Like the first time they were on the court and I was like, oh my gosh, are they going to win? Like, I was like, wow, good job, film. I'm all in with Here with I am these caring. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Love it. All right, well, this was our review and discussion of King Richard. You can find it available to rent on various streaming platforms. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Strategic Whimsy Experiment. This podcast is fueled by our passion for stories and connection and is something we continue to do each week solely because we love it. This is our Strategic Whimsy Experiment, and we encourage you to find a way to infuse whimsy into your day. You can subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you tune into your favorite shows. Drop us a review letting us know your thoughts about King Richard. You can connect with us on Instagram at Strategic Whimsy Experiment, on Twitter at Strategic Whimsy, 
or email us at strategicwhimsyexperiment at gmail.com. We will be back next week to discuss the film Parallel Mothers. We, have, we hope you have a great week and we will see you soon.